Hey, I'm Marcus. And I'm Nick. We are Working Class Nerds. Cue the intro. That's right, we are Working Class Nerds, the podcast that gives you no information about your favorite information. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022, and you can find this one, three, seven podcast on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere you can find a podcast in the galaxy far, far away or in the seas far, far away. You can also watch me play video games Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays at twitch.tv slash MarcusB814. And you can watch me play video games every single Monday night at twitch.tv slash NickVern51. And you can find the both of us on Twitter. I am at MarcusB814. And I'm at NickVern. That's N-I-C-K-V-E-R-N. In this week's episode, we're returning to the Sea of Thieves. And joining our crusty crew is none other than Serp. Serpent Season is our favorite Sea of Thieves streamer on Twitch. And all-around awesome guy. So without further ado, Serp. Welcome to the show, and what have you been up to? Thank you so much for having me. I've been great. I think a lot's been... Um, I don't know. When's the last time I came by? A long time ago. A long time ago. In a galaxy like, far, I, far, I, galaxy yeah. far away. So, yeah. like, if, if, we're, if we're following the galaxy's timeline, there's been an entire sequel trilogy since you've come on. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm just trying to think. I think it was... I want to say October. No, 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 no. no. You just no. made partner. Oh my gosh, that's February, March. <laughs> yes. Like a year yes, ago. Yes. Yeah, a year ago. No, no, no. Why did I say October? Yeah, yeah, no. February, March, give or take. That's Ish. insane. That's close to a year. Yeah. And I know we were speaking about like periodically, like, hey, like, you know what I mean? Let's plan it again, but obviously scheduling and whatnot. So I'm so happy that like, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be back here. And it's been we're a while. I'm so happy but you're here. No, Hell yeah. It's been amazing. So, I've been amazing. <laughs> so tell us what have you been up to? What have you been up to since the last time I've been on the working class nerds? Well, um, I think the last time I was here, we were just speaking about, you know, partnership being achieved and what the outlook was for that. And um, at the time, I think we were still streaming Star Wars Battlefront 2, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. It's also when yes. Manda was wrapping up. Yes. Bad Batch was yes. coming into place. Whatever. Before our charity stream. <laughs> I remember that because we yes. do. We did have a um, charity stream on May the fourth with Guardians of the Order for, and we we raised, if I'm not mistaken, over seven thousand dollars, six seven thousand dollars uh, for St. Jude, which was one of the most incredible opportunities. Very cool. Um, you know, I think that one was like a that one was probably one of the most memorable moments that I was able to experience on Twitch, let alone with some of my closest friends. Um, and since then, I believe you know what I mean. I. Transitioned, yeah. I think that was when the transition began. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 had a really special place in my home, you know, in my heart. Um, you know what I mean? Like the game was it's Star Wars at the end of the day, you know what I mean? No matter how far you go away for it, it's always gonna be in your heart and you're always gonna love it. It was just it was very rough. Um, Battlefront 2, the position it was in with no more content updates. Um, moderate I had a good relationship with the modders. I was in multiple Discord servers, I had multiple daily contact with a lot of them, I commissioned them. Vermont's Das Assassin, who is an incredible person. Uh, he makes, in my opinion, 
each their own. <laughs> he makes the, probably the most top quality mods. Um, and if you're listening to not ref- knowing what I'm referring to, um, the game Star Wars Battlefront 2 had no more content updates. So what's keeping the game alive is these cosmetic mods that are included in the game. Uh, as a Star Wars fan, being able to bring characters into life, such as Fennec Shot, Hondo, Omega, um, Moff Gideon, all these characters that were never included in the game, it was such a cool opportunity to actually be able to play as them, replacing old heroes. And, you know, it was a really great thing to have these mods, but I just got, I'm going to be honest with you, like with 2,500 hours in the game, no more content updates, becoming the same repetitiveness every day. It just got, it was more so like a burnout for me. Um, I know that feeling all too well. Yeah. Yeah. It was a burnout for me. And like, I didn't really, like, I still love the game, but like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I play it sometimes like off stream or I'll join other streamers. I'll join chronic before and whatnot. But if I play it longer than three hours, I can't touch it for another two more weeks. I just can't like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like it just doesn't, it gives me a headache because just because of like every single time I go in, there's a hacker or there's a stream sniper or there's something and there's, you know what I mean? It's just unfortunate the state that it's in. Um, yeah. considering that it's just like, you know, there's this glitch going around like where you have to leave the lobby because you can't die in the lobby because there's, you're stuck at one HP. It's unfortunate because the potential that a game like this has or had is out the roof because it's Star Wars. It's a multiplayer game. And they, the AN Dice decided to put all their love and energy into Battle for, Battlefield 2042, which is incredible, but I left that game. No, it's not. No, it's that's not. a terrible Okay, shot. all right. You know what? Listen, I was trying to give it the benefit of that. <laughs> No yeah, it's had a horrible release, <laughs> but yeah. um, you know what I mean. I'm saying like more so in a sense like oh, that's great for them, but like you know what I mean. You lost the opportunity of Star Wars, and yeah, it doesn't seem to be on the radar for them. I think so. Where I think Battlefront Two went wrong was because they had the bad publicity. EA or EA was influenced by Disney and was like, whatever content you're going to have, release it for free. If they released it and made you pay for the upgrades or the content, the new maps and stuff like Call of Duty or any of the other games, almost like a season pass, it would have been okay and it would have been in a good state. The problem is, is I think the Star Wars IP licensing is so expensive Mm -hmm. that DICE was like, look it, we're not, we can't make any more content for this because there's no money because of licensing fee is so much money. And then they had to make the hard decision where I think they made the wrong decision because what they should have done is they should have come out with a giant pack because there's still so much they could do with that game. And they could have made the money, but instead they went to Battlefield because it's their baby. But again, like so many studios, I think they bit off more than they could chew. And EA being EA... In other studios, instead of saying, look at this game is not ready. Just wait. Yeah. Like it's not ready. Like it's a brand new game. Like there's no, you're, you're what's worse releasing a game in holiday 2021 and it's sucking and nobody buying it or waiting until spring of 22 and the game being awesome and everybody buys it. Well, notice because of the pandemic, a lot of the games were delayed. Lego Star Wars was delayed. Halo was delayed. Uh, Halo? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Halo it was, was delayed, delayed a little, a little bit. bit. Uh, New World was delayed. Um, Final Fantasy XIV's uh, expansion got a two-week delay. Yeah. Star Wars The Old Republic got a nine-week delay, and they had yeah. to, uh, they had three years to plan for it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So a lot of, 
games were delayed, unfortunately, and that's just due to the circumstances we're living in right now. But it was just unfortunate with you know with this entire situation with Battlefront, just because of the lost potential and I'm, like. I'm sorry. I am not a game dev. I am not a game dev, but I'm a cabinet maker and I build cabinets. So if I rip out your kitchen and I tell you it's going to take 10 weeks and it's not done in 10 weeks, sorry, it's not ready yet. You're going <laughs> to fucking choke me. Like the thing I don't understand is I understand delays. I understand it, but hear me out. Kurt devs work on a computer, right? Pandemic happened. Okay. So there was a couple week delay. People started to work from home. Get your computers to home. It's the same computer you had in the office set up at your house. So like, do you need like a special armrest for the mouse to do your job? Like, I, think I, it's, I, <clears throat> I, I don't I get it. Because like, don't forget, they have to. It's not like getting connected to their regular Internet. You know what I mean? Like all of their computers, I'm sure, are on secured special networks. I know Bioware have said that. Like when we had Jackie on, he said like, yeah, you can't work from home like that. Even yeah, if well, you bring the actual device home, you have to like, then it's, it's different. You know what I mean? But like on the same, at the same time I work from home and I get onto, I use a special like ultra secure VPN to log into the hospital's internet that I work on. And that's gotta be super secure too. I can't imagine that's too right. much less secure than a game devs internet network. You know what I mean? And I guess I just don't understand it enough and i sound like i'm being a dick but i guess what i'm saying is is out of all the games that kept delaying final fantasy 14 just delayed two weeks and they came out with the biggest expansion it's like 80 hours of story content plus all the extra shit and they're just good to go yeah so i don't know I, i i guess for me it uh it's not i don't know i guess i just don't understand the delays yeah i understand that i mean I do believe. Um, am I coming in okay? Yeah. Are you? Okay. Are, are we glitching? Um. No. 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 I think we should be good. I think we should be good. Just double check. Okay. Well, it's yeah. so we're using Nick's bandwidth. So. Uh, yeah, Nick's camera is wicked. Uh, that's that's what I saw. Yeah. Okay. I was just yes. making those double. Yeah. Nick's camera is um, like glitching like crazy. Oh. What Nick said though, I do agree. Like in the service, it's his of bandwidth. Like, yeah. Right. Gotcha. What Nick said though, I did. I did agree, like, you know what I mean? Like, I do agree, like, you know what I mean? I'm sure the, so- you know, the type of software that you need needed for this type of job may not be accessible to home at home. Uh, and not only that, you also have to consider, like, you know, if one person, you know, receives this virus and has to take a leave, well, that one person, and I will we'll get into this later, but me being a part of what Sea of Thieves is with Rare, Rare isn't a large right. team. Rare is a smaller team owned by Microsoft. But each piece to this team, it's like one family, and each piece of this team is what makes it unique and what makes it special. So if one person needs to take a leave, it can actually affect a lot. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? It does. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah. there is reasons for this delay, but I for mostly, but I totally understand both P, uh, POVs on this for sure. I, I guess because of my world, there is like there's certain room for error, but like you can't. Like you're, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess I'm just an asshole. I'll, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> you know, I, you, no, you know, no, you're not. No, you're I know I'm not. not. I just, I guess no, I just, you're, just, you're my, being a little different. It's not the, you're not being an asshole. You're 
we have a more nuanced way to describe this type of behavior now in 2022. It's called being a Karen. You want to speak to the manager. Your coffee's not ready when you pre-ordered it at Starbucks. My coffee's always ready. They just pour the iced coffee in, add some ice cubes, splash a tad of uh, cream in it, and I'm out the door. I'm not getting a caramel macchiato latte, light soy milk, a little bit of skim milk, two shots of Splenda, and a little whipped cream. You know what I mean? (laughs) I actually want half uh, fat-free whipped cream and half regular. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But no, um, no, I guess for me, I just... I look at shit as excuses, right? I, in my job, in my career, it's a no bullshit world. Like I can't, I can't bullshit you. Your cabinets are either done or they're not. Oh, well, we're almost there. I'm delayed, but like I have had delays, but either have screws and, and hinges and stuff in the wood or, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, you ordered your kitchen six months ago and I started building it, but I forgot to order the screws. Right. You know what I I mean? I I don't know. But but at the same time, like I understand and I don't know anything about game development and all the game devs hate me for saying all this stuff. But I guess the hardest part for me is I have yet to meet game devs except the Final Fantasy 14 guys that are honest about what's going on. Like the guy, uh, whoever runs Final Fantasy 14, he had a, like a video conference and he was like in tears, like, look at this is wrong. 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 This is why we're delaying two weeks. I am so sorry in the 10 years that this game has been out. I've never delayed more, never delayed an expansion. I'm so sorry. But like you ask Bioware and they're just like smoke in the air, smoke out of their ass. You know what I mean? Like blizzard too. Like, it's just corporate bullshit. And I, I guess I just yeah. don't live in that kind of world. I respect that. Respect you know? That. Yeah, I respect that. You know, that could be too if if active if EA is like publicly traded, like things like explaining why a something's getting delayed might change stock values. You know what I mean? As people are using that info to trade. So like the more they say, the more it could impact their actual like value as a company. Like that what happened this it. week, yeah, was to Sony. Sony exactly. lost twenty billion dollars. Right, billion billion dollars. We're doing the Doctor Evil pinky thing, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, Nick, what have you been up to? Um, so yesterday I watched the Book of Boba Fett episode four, which we won't talk about because Marcus is lame and didn't watch it yet. But it's I epic. Can't I can't believe you haven't watched it. It's okay, so no. uh, so just so everybody knows that when you come oh, on stream or in the Discord, excuses, no, 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 you guys tell excuses. you guys tell me to suck just less. My daughter got COVID, and I've been dealing with that. She's sick, and I work like a fucking animal. And is that the world's smallest violin? Yes, yes, it is. Hey, Nick, know that <laughs> fucking plant you bought me? I'm gonna shove it up your ass. <laughs> Wait, has Serp seen that? I have not. Oh, so Marcus, let me quick recap. For Christmas, Marcus and I came up with this idea. Hey, let's buy each other 20 bucks worth of scratch tickets and then a like a under $15 gag gift, something completely ridiculous. So for the gag gift, he bought me toilet fishing. It's fishing <laughs> on the toilet. It's like a little blow up pool with like a plastic rod and fish and, and like little plastic fish you can hook. Just completely preposterous. Another thing we uh-huh. were thinking of was like... um. I don't know, like a calendar that had like all dogs pooping for your desk as the photos, which was funny. 
And what I got Marcus was, and (laughs) Carrie took it out of here because she didn't want the kids to see it because I don't have a shelf for it. So Uh, do you know what a Chia Pet is? I've heard it. Yeah, I remember those. Those, That was, oh my gosh. All right, so picture like a potted Chia Pet plant, but on the end, there's an eight-inch cock with balls, uh, ceramic balls sticking out of it. (laughs) And the little fake plant is like the If you watch, so I had to delete the VOD off Twitch because we did it live on the Working Class Nerds Christmas special, but I think the clip of me taking it out is still there because I I just don't have the heart to remove it. And if Twitch bans me for having a planted dick, I guess it would just, it is what it is. <laughs> <She's the whiz. laughs> I'll dig back and find, see if I can find a clip and toss it in the chat. We can watch it on break, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, so Book of Boba Fett's awesome. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Halo Infinite and playing it on stream and um, like the multiplayer a lot in like my free time, <sighs> um, which is sweet because like, I've not been a Halo person for years and years and years. I was never a big Halo guy. And then like I started playing Infinite just to give it a a real like chance. And I, I it dawned on me, which is it's gonna sound stupid, but it dawned on me that this is a completely different style of shooter than Call of Duty. And back when I was younger and you know, first tried Halo, I didn't get that. You know what I mean? So right. I'm really enjoying right the halo infinite multiplayer a lot um they've got a new event out that's like all cyberpunk themed which is cool um so i've almost got the thing that i actually want which is on level five it's like this crazy like holographic visor that goes in the front of your helmet slight blue that's cool that's level five and i got to level three today so not to shit i'm almost there i almost got the cool stuff Wait, you're only level three no no no. i'm level like 25 in the actual battle pass oh, like of the, the event like they have like a battle oh, pass overall i see i see and I then see, like yeah. they have little events that like this goes till january usually it's like a week or two january 31st and Ooh, that's my unlock that stuff yes um but yeah so on stream i'm playing the campaign which i'm also liking more than i initially did so before the first couple first stream or first two streams that i did of infinite's campaign i did you know the story mission and then all only did like the um was trying to do as much side content as I could around it. And the side content gets a little bit monotonous. It's basically just clear out the covenant from different bases and then go press the button. I was making a joke last episode. Yeah, it's just over and over. <laughs> Kill all the covenant, <laughs> press the button, find them on the map, collect stuff, and that's it. But well, it um, must be killing you to play this game. What do you mean? Because this is not your style of game. No, I thought it would be a little bit more RPG-like. Like, the only RPG elements that you get are you can find, like, upgrades to your abilities. So, like, an upgrade that makes your shield 15% stronger or, like, an upgrade that makes your, your grapple shot, like, um, you know, re- reload it itself 10 percent faster or something like that. Basically, so not- your Hulk smash goes from Hulk smash 1 to Hulk smash 2. Exactly. So it's not real, like, <laughs> mechanics changing. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just, like... I don't know. Whereas, like in Breath of the Wild, like whole mechanics change as you level up s- skills. But um, as an ex- for, as an example, not Breath of the Wild. Sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, whole mechanics change as you like change your upgrades and stuff. But but I will say I played only the story missions essentially this last stream, um, and that's way more enjoyable because then you actually get like cool story content and like as to what the heck's happening in the story and it's way less monotonous so on stream i'm just going to stick to that and just only do the story missions and then i'll try and get in like off stream and do a couple side missions so that i'm not under leveled when i go to do them on stream but um that's proving a way 
way better and like an enjoyable time. And I think last stream was way more fun because of it. So, um, also the Moonlight trailer came out, which I was pretty pumped about. Did you guys see that? Yes. Serp, did you see that? I don't think I saw that. No. Are you so, a, uh, a Marvel person? I do more so Star Wars. It's always been more Star Wars for me. Like, yeah. I, like I like Marvel, but it's never like something that I'll go like crazy over. You know, I like yeah. I enjoyed WandaVision. I enjoyed uh, Black Widow. Some of the new things that recently came out. Um, yeah, I still me to watch the new Spider Man. I've been planning on doing that. And haven't had the time to, but I haven't movie. had time to go to the theaters. I actually, you know what? I might something this week on. Um, but no, no, no. Like, yeah, I love Marvels, but always been more Star Wars. Like Star Wars is something I always went crazy over. Not necessarily Marvel always. Yeah, this. This show I'm particularly excited about because it's completely unique from anything that is usually in Marvel's like wheelhouse. The overview of the character, at least from the comics, is he has a couple psychiatric things wrong with him. Um, he's got dissociative identity disorder, or what used to be called like multiple personality disorder. So he has like three different personalities at baseline. One is like a regular dude that works in a um, Egyptian like museum. One Walk is, like an Egyptian. Yeah, one is like a, a mercenary that's like trained in all the martial arts, can shoot everything, and like a CIA spy type of dude. Just and call then, him Jason Bourne. Um, and then mm. I forget what the third one is, but crazy, so crazy evil guy. No, I, I don't. I, I don't know if that's the third one or if it's if he had another regular person type third oh, one, oh, but. Um. So he's got dissociative identity disorder. So he's always confused as to what the heck happened. Like, did I do that? Did my other personality do that? On top of it, he's got a sleep disorder where he can't like figure out if he is dreaming this or if it's real life. So he can't distinct. So he's like constantly doesn't know what the hell's happening. He's like, am I this person? Am I is it, Am I dreaming? Am I not dreaming? Did this? Did I do that? Did this other person do that? And then to throw on top of that, he gets possessed by the egyptian god of the moon whose name i don't know uh and that's when he becomes moon man <laughs> moon knight so it's just like a batman style character like vigilante justice have type you seen guy. the new batman trailer yes it's amazing the batman i am wicked i'm really looking forward to that too so question for you guys uh marvel or dc marvel okay yeah. okay, okay i like dc but yeah. i definitely prefer marvel i'm not anti marvel i really 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 like the premise of superman like yeah. superman is like this ultra strong guy and he's invincible to everything except this rock and like it's his one weakness it's kind of like me my weakness my weakness is cheesecake you put a cheesecake right. in front of me i'm devouring <laughs> it no questions asked right yeah superman kryptonite right i like the I like the whole story behind Superman. I love that Batman. Like I like Batman. Don't get it wrong, but I'm going to be honest with you. Like a dude that just takes karate and puts on a suit and like decides to like help the world. Cool. But like in reality, dude would be dead. Like, yeah, I mean, he's got some crazy armor though. Yeah, but have you ever seen the Adam West Batman? Like that dude was wearing nylon spandex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like could, a bullet would have killed that dude. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, anyway, a, a wicked cool scene. I think it's the same cinematographer for this movie or something like that as Rogue One. And like, there's a scene in the trailer where like Batman's he's walking down a hallway in like a hail of gunfire, and it, the only light you see is the gunshots. Yeah. And it's just like pinging off of his armor like crazy. And it looks like Vader 
And then he just beats the shit out of all the thugs. And he looks like Vader down the hallway. Well, like where the only light is his lightsaber. The only light is the the gun. And it's wicked, like intimidating if, looking. If you have the best scene ever in a, ever yeah. in all of Star Wars, all of Star Wars, there's no scene better than that moment. Yeah. Like there's me. Hey, Nick, take the take the data disk. Here you go. And you go. It's oh, the death. Like we're done. <laughs> like go. Go, Nick. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces. You know what I mean? Like the greatest scene ever. Yeah. Of course, you're going to recreate that if you have another chance to. Yeah. So, I mean, this Batman in the Batman played by Robert Pattinson um, looks wicked cool. And I'm really looking forward to it. I like how it's like darker and gritty. It's like obviously leaning heavily on like the film noir thing. And it seems kind of like um, this version of Batman is not really going to be such a good guy. You know, he's got some like but that's who he is. He's not a good guy. Yeah. Which I like. I like the authenticity. Like make give me like anti-hero characters. You know, that's my shtick. Serp, but, are you a Marvel or DC guy? I'll take Marvel over um, okay. just because there's way more content, I believe, in my opinion. Yeah, but some DC movies like I love all like Batman. The Dark Knight is my favorite non Star Wars film of all time. Favorite. Is film that of the Heath time. Ledger Joker? Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 Hands down, one, one of the best superhero movies ever made. Yeah, Agreed. one of the most phenomenal performances of all time. Um, the sacrifices he made. If you really, really go into depth, and if you really research like what he went through throughout that role, he locked himself in a hotel room for months, isolated himself, wouldn't eat, so he would drive himself crazy. So yeah. because so he could fit into the role. Every stunt you see, any anytime he gets punched, that scene where the um with the interrogation room. Uh, those are real, like, you know what I mean? That's not, those aren't like, <laughs> those yeah, aren't those are like fake. Punches. Those are real bruises. Those are real hits because he wanted to feel pain when he did it. It was nuts. And I don't think I've ever seen anyone put that much into a role before. And it's actually insane. It's incredible. Um, yeah. My question is, is I wonder, and I don't know this, right? Cause he looked like he was fucked up, right? To mm -hmm. get into that role. I wonder if being the Joker pushed him to do the drugs that killed him i heard he had had problems before that, that well, i don't know I, heard. I don't either but i'm sure that certainly doesn't help didn't help you know didn't help it can't possibly help to put yeah. yourself in like that type of a mental state but i didn't you know? know that like he went through all that but if you think about it like think about some of the other actors that have done that look at uh was it Christian Bale? Christian Bale's done some crazy. Like body how many? Like he's gone too. skinny. He's gone fat. He's gone skinny. He's gone fat. Matthew McConaughey, same thing. Yeah. Like yeah. crazy, and uh, yeah. Joaquin. Wa oh my god. Okay. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Like what he went through for the Joker himself. Like, but yeah. I think that's the difference. If you look at those two jokers and then you look at uh, what is it, Jared Leto's Joker? Oh god. It looks yeah. like he walked out of his. Uh, his movie trailer and was like, "Hi guys, how's it going?" Slaps and then, I'm gonna be the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like, buy it nearly as much. It's right. It's, uh, you have to do a lot to make it like a unique character. But then he did a really good job as Mysterio. That's not Mysterio. Jared, Jared Little's Leto? not Mysterio. That's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Come on, man! Wow, <laughs> just that's a that's a you've got a a, a yellow card yes. towards your nerddom right there. Wow, I feel dumb. Anyways, more, moving on. One more of those, and your your packs passes. It's, or it's fine. 
It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine here. We're all fine here. <laughs> um, Nick, what is your next game going to be for stream? Oh, so I, I, Marcus, you were right. It is April 5th, by the way. So that might not work out too good unless I change when I do the birthday stream. But I was going to say Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga comes out on April 4th on my birthday, but it's actually the day after. Well, that's so I was okay. Gonna, I was going to stream it. Okay, uh, is April 5th. It's a Tuesday. So Tuesday. I'll stream the 4th. You stream the 5th. Boom. Yeah, well, to be determined, but that would be cool to do a birthday stream with the Skywalker Saga on the day it releases. Well, uh, I'm sure you and everybody else on this planet is going to be playing that game. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I got to I want to play a little bit like I I never got super duper into the Lego Star Wars games. But like whenever you go over a friend's house as a kid and they had that, it's like you definitely were playing that because you could play co-op or just trade off levels. You know what I mean? It's such a like an easy jump in and jump out. This is like. So the rumors are there's like 80 hours. Yeah. I mean, like you're going to go through the whole entire, like you're going to pick the saga the yeah. trilogy and you're going to do the whole thing. And like, I heard it's like long. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It seems like it from the gameplay trailer that came out like yesterday or today. Did you see the gameplay overview trailer? Uh, it was like 13 minutes of them explaining like everything you're going to be doing in like the galaxy map is insane, dude. Yeah, you get all the different planets and stuff, and right list and list and list of characters. Yes, I it's think there's cool. 200 characters that are playable. That you can play in free play mode. Yep. Yeah. So you can't do the story mode, but then afterwards you can go through in free play mode and play as anybody. That's cool. You can like fight. I want to be a sand person, a Tuscan pers- yeah. raider, or yeah, the Tuscan people, the Pike killer. Yes. Dude, I can't believe you didn't watch episode four. It's great. It's not. I don't know. It's amazing. So what, what do you think? Episode two or episode four was better? Might be my favorite. I think it's my favorite. Four? Yeah. It's um, definitely a tough call. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. Episode two is the best piece of Star Wars content since the Clone Wars. Like the single, like I sat in my seat and was like, this is Star Wars. Like, I don't know. There's some Mandalorian else, episodes that I love too. Not like that. That one hit here in my heart, in my SERP logo. Oh yeah, everybody, I'm a fanboy. <laughs> I have my SERP shirt on because I'm a wicked <laughs> fanboy for SERP. <laughs> no, the, I think yeah. the episode was amazing. Um, I obviously don't want to like. I'm trying to like think of words here without like words you know to describe mean? without without spoiling, spoiling it yeah but let's just say it was it was something special it was really yeah. really something special and i feel like the direction it's heading in will set the tone for the rest of the season as well agreed i like how also all of the trailer footage that we saw for in promo footage is like the is done now so like all the footage anything we might have seen ends in this episode so like now we really have like no Rockstars breakdowns or anything like new Rockstars breakdowns um, or screen crush or whatever. Know anything about what's going to come next for the next two episodes. Correct. So that's exciting. And like the plot details, like, you know, certain things wrapped up. So like, OK, now what's going to happen? I'm looking forward to the next two that like it's obviously going to lead into another series, whether it's Ahsoka or Mando season three or something like that. It's going to like. I'm sure it's going to cliffhanger into something else that sure. I'm super pumped about. But um, right. basically, that's it for me. So, Marcus, how's it going? And what have you been up to? Oh, my God. So I'm going to first say that um, 
I hate technology. Okay. Okay. I get in my new office. I'm streaming. I think it was like my first stream or second stream in the new office. I'm getting comfortable. I feel really good. And all of a sudden, like I just touched my webcam to show everybody this piece of art that I just hung up. And when I did fucking camera went out. And then as soon as the camera went out, my like, it must've like shorted out somehow. So the USB hub stopped working. Wow. Like shut down. Okay. So then on top of all that, uh, I had to shut off stream early, which it wasn't really early. I think I was just at the two hour mark, which is fine, but it's so frustrating when your shit doesn't work. Then as soon as I changed the, um, as soon as I changed the camera and like logged back in, everything was all banged up. Like everything. What do you mean? Like all of my settings were like reset, like it like reset everything in Streamlabs. That's Obviously, weird. like all like the the layouts were the same, right? Yeah. But it was just it was just one of those things, you know. Um, so I'm on a mission. So I'm in a wicked predicament. So before before I was using the Elgato Wave 3 microphone, right? Okay. Which the Elgato Wave 3 microphone is amazing because it comes with the software. So you can control Discord. You can control your browser. You can control your music. You can control everything separately all through Streamlabs, which, yes, Nick, if you want the mic, you can have it. I like this one, but thank you. No, no problem. Yeah. But what I was saying is, but it has the software in it. So now I'm trying to find a mixer that will do the same thing. The The problem is, is the Go XLR yeah. only has one XLR port and I need a minimum of two because of the podcast. Oh, you mean you, which mixer you should get? Correct. Why don't you get the one that um kids, uh, Kitty has? Because it's $600. Oh, I thought it was like three. If it was three, I would have already bought it. Yeah, because the Go XLR is about two hundred bucks, right? No, it's like, well, if I get the real Go XLR, it's four hundred. If you get the Go XLR Mini, it's two hundred. Okay, that's what I was. But like, the problem is, is we podcast most of the time in person. Like right now, we're not together, obviously, because your daughter's sick. Yeah, right. But like most of the time, we do this separate. We do this together. Right. So, like, I'm not going to buy a mixer that you can't plug your mic in. Right. Right. It doesn't so make I'm, sense for me to sit next to you so and like, not do that. Right. Exactly. So, Roland, which is a crazy high-end um, yeah, audio company. They make audio company. Too, right? Yeah. They have a mixer, but, like, I don't, I don't know enough about it. And, like, I've been researching it. And they say it works really, really well. But it's meant for AV stuff. Like okay. HDMI, like audio, like video mixing, like uh, Randy would be want to use this mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm a streamer and a podcaster, so I don't really need it. And everybody's saying that if you're just a streamer and a podcaster, it's this mixer is way overboard for you. Okay, Serp, you know of anything that would work? When it comes to tech things, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not <laughs> the most savvy. Um, I have to do some research for you. See what I can do on my end, but uh. well, I'm gonna find something. It's just it's so frustrating, right? 
it's so frustrating and it's it's crazy to me you know what i mean um and it's it's hard because like i want it to be i want i want to make it work because clearly the i don't know how okay i don't know how to make the mixer that i have um work with er, how to integrate it with everything in my stream because mm-hmm. i have one two three four i have a six channel mixer here that we use for the podcast yeah hey nick i don't know what's going on with you dude what your camera and your like robot my sound is robotic no no but your uh audio is i just wanted to give you a heads up that's what i'm saying my audio sounds weird no not right now oh but i just was warning you anyways so okay. i've on stream I've been playing a shit ton of Destiny 2 as always, and I've been playing um, SWOTOR, but I've been PvPing in SWOTOR, yep. which has been a lot of fun. Um, it's it's just a different type of content that I'm not used to. You know what I'm saying? And it's something new and fresh because um, like Serp was saying about how he got burnt out on uh, Battlefront 2, I am super burnt out on raiding in SWOTOR. You know what I mean? I and, and it's tough, man. Cause like, I love doing it. I love raiding. I just, right now I'm completely spent. Like, I don't even want to do it. And like I would, for hundreds, if not thousands of hours. Right. And like right now, like I did a story mode raid the other day. And afterwards I was like, I don't want to do that for weeks. Yeah. And that sounded like Serp this morning. This morning, oh my god, Uh, about a half an hour ago. You know what I mean? And I don't know what to do because, like, I love raiding, but just a break is needed. And then, um, so I've been doing the Swotor PvP. I'm leveling a character through PvP to try to get so I can do the ranked version of it, just as something new to do. Yeah, and it's been pretty fun. But one thing. I will say that is insane is as 2020 as 2022. Oh my God. I can't say it. 2022. Thank you. <laughs> is moving you're gonna get used forward. Another 11 months. Yeah. 2022 is crazy. The Obi-Wan, um, yep. and, uh, Ahsoka. Well, maybe Ahsoka, but, uh, Cassio uh, and or, Andor's coming out. You've got Moon this Moon Knight. You're going to have all the uh, other content that's coming out. The games list that is coming out this year is out of control. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, that's coming soon, dude. Uh, May, not yes, not March. but that's soon, dude. Yeah, I know. Like before we blink, we're going to be sitting in the theater on opening night, and I'm going to devour the large popcorn by myself. So, Again? You, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. <laughs> It's like everything that was delayed through 2020 and 2021, they're just like, fuck it. It's all coming out in 22. Get ready, everybody. Hold on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Yes. And then the last thing I want to say is thank you to everybody. Um, The amount of conversations that I have about you laughed about this episode or this clip of working class nerds or in this Twitch stream. I thank everybody. The nerds community is so wholesome. 
without you guys, like, I don't know what I would do because you guys like I'm a dad and gamer. I mean, a dad and cabinet maker by day. And I am a nerd by night and my nerd life at night is thankful for all of you. It's your escape. And it's amazing. So today we got the big content drop for destiny Two. Okay. March 5th, which is, uh, two or three weeks after the witch queen releases on December. I mean, February 22nd, 2022. So two 22, 22, the new raid is coming. They they call it a TWAB this week at Bungie. And I think I said this before. Um, Nick, you just you found read- out what that was? Yes, I did just find <laughs> out what that was. Um, Nick, do you want to read that first paragraph? And we're just going to touch base on it and we'll move on. Yeah, yeah. This week at Bungie, we're sweeping up some blues. So time's been flying by, hasn't it? Including the article you're reading today. Just five TWABs stand between you and the Witch Queen. We don't yet have the technology to enter a hypersleep that can bridge these gaps, but we do have the power to set some expectations on topics we'll be covering between now and then. This week, we'll be talking about power, blue drops, gunsmith reputation, some shifts in exotic sources, and more. Over the next few TWABs, uh, we'll be talking Vanguard Rep, Gambit Reworks, Weapon Crafting, and Void 3.0, but not necessarily in that order. Don't forget the patch note previews and additional weapon tuning details. It'll be a fun time, and hopefully we'll give you some things to chew on each week. We may even have a trailer or two to share with you before launch. If you haven't been on social media in the last week, you might have missed some bite-sized snippets of story. So, go ahead. Oh, so let's kick. Sorry, I was just zooming in so I could read easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's kick things off with power and where your guardian will stand when it's time to embark on the Witch Queen's campaign. And then it keeps going. Yeah. So basically, they they talk about a lot of things that are changing, a lot of things and what stuff is going to cost. Uh, they talk about the Hawk Moon and the Dead Man's Tail because those are old guns, but they're the missions that they come from are no longer going to be available. So there was a lot of questions that if you're still going to be able to earn those guns, but they yeah. will. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff that they talked about. Um, but I want to just read, uh, hold on one sec, Nick, I need you to read what I just highlighted. Um, this is about the raid because I am going to be raiding first week of the release. I don't know if I'll yeah. be doing day one raid cause I'm terrible at the game, but the goal is to have a week one team so we can go in there and experience the raid because as all of you know, destiny to me is like the best of both worlds. Like Nick and I grew up gaming, playing call of duty together, talking smack in the modern warfare two uh, lobbies. Like, yes. Whether there was no mute button and people were taking poops while they were playing video games, or you oh hear God. the mom screaming in the background, you know what I mean? There, that happened to me today in Halo. There's no, no there's, way. Wait, wait. There's, I need this story. Let's go. So there's no way to uh, mute somebody mid match in Halo Infinite. What? At least not on PC. I literally looked it up. People on Reddit are freaking out. How have we not had this update yet? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you can't. So like once you're in the match, you can't mute somebody else's mic. So somebody wasn't talking. Hilarious. And then all of a sudden, like there was like static, like they moved. It was like, I think it was a girlfriend being like, get off that fucking game. Blah, blah, blah. Literally that. <laughs> hey, I was like, oh, hey, newsflash. That was Marissa yelling at Nick. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it sounded like she like smacked the headset and then like started yelling is what it sounded like oh that's awesome yeah it was like i had to do the one year out one year in because it sounded weird but yes um anywho what were we, oh destiny scratches your like quick oh yeah like, so, easy so, no, no, game so, like, and also I love first person shooters and i love mmos and destiny does both for me so it's like molded the two things that i love so much together yeah. And it's has enough content because I'm newer that it's like really keeping me busy. And like, I'm learning so much that I feel like I'm almost at max level, but like, I feel like I still have so much to learn because I'm not, I'm not as I'm an aggressive player as like others, but I love it so much. And now that like so many people that I know have started playing it so like any given night, there's new people or just a new group of people that no matter when I'm playing, there's always somebody to play with. And if you guys know me, I love like Nick loves a single player RPG because he gets lost in it. Like yeah. the worst games ever, like Fallout. But me <laughs> or Skyrim, it's also great. Right. Like I always wanted That's to try bad. that Fallout uh, 76 because I could play yeah. it with Nick. Like I want to play that game better now. Oh, it's awesome. People say it's amazing now. They fixed all of the stuff. Oh, good. Maybe but I'll look anyway, into it. Yeah. So, so like we can play that as co-op. Anyways, so in what one thing that Destiny has is raids. So uh save the raid date. The Witch Queen has a new raid. Surprising. No. Uh while we still have a bit of time before the world race, sorry, world first race begins uh, we wanted to get a rally flag planted in the sand for when you should expect to be taking on the challenge destiny 2 the witch queen redacted raid is march 5th 2022 at 10 a.m pacific time so what is that so, real time 11, 12, 1 p.m eastern yeah i like that you just counted on your fingers shut up nick oh, i forgot the camera's on god damn it <laughs> uh, we'll have uh it says well we'll have additional details on contest mode bungee rewards and other need to know information closer to the date until then get in those time off requests if you're still in school we do not advise faking sick notes from doctors or lying to your parents to stay home go to class do your homework ace those tests be a good student cost uh, conquer the raid boss that is the essay due next week raid prep can be an evening activity we'll be proud of you either way <laughs> okay can i just say these des- these like um this week from bungie updates are way better than anything bioware's ever put out for us ever these ever. are way better Comedy. this like, is great and what basically what they're saying is hey nudge nudge if you're in school you ain't going to school that week ask exactly. your teachers for your homework early Right. Just do you know, your... in college, you can do that. Most of the time, they're agreeable. Like, hey, can I? Do you have any homework for these days? I'm not going to be. Or like, even an exam. If like, I had to fly to. Not had to. I flew to Florida every year for um, a paintball tournament with the UConn paintball team. Right. And when when I was I was usually gone like at least Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So if I had an exam on one of those days, I would just to go to my professors and be like, hey, can I take it early? You know, or take a different version early or late or something like that. And usually, if you offer to take an exam early, they're like, "Oh, you want to take it earlier than everybody else?" Like, yeah, obviously you can. So it's pretty agreeable. Pro tip for college students: if you're trying Pro to tip. get so basically something done, get, or yeah, or basically, whatever, basically get ready to raid. Yeah. Anyways, exciting. um, oh, man, it, I don't know where I put it. Oh, I forgot. In Swotor news, there is none. 
Do you guys hear that? Crickets. <laughs> Moving on. Um, and there, oh my God, there's so, like, that's the thing. So what are you scrolling through right now? All of the, all of the uh, twab. Oh, I see. So there's so much to do. Like, I'm so excited. We, yeah. so I'm going to say before Witch Queen comes out, we will be doing a bonus uh, Witch Queen episode. Nick may not be here for that. It might just be a me thing, but yeah. we are going to do a bonus uh, episode with uh, guests unknown next week. Oh, we have the Guardian Down podcast, guys. They're a couple dads like me. They play Destiny and they have a podcast and it's hilarious. So if That's you guys awesome. want to check them out before next week's episode, please listen to the Guardian Downcast. Anyways. Okay. Do you guys want Star Wars? Uh, I'm not Star Wars. I'm sorry, you guys. Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard. Yes. Video Game Outsiders. It was a podcast. I, I turned it on and I had to send Nick the link. And he, I said, listen to the first two minutes. Like they started off. They had like, you know, the old school, like air horns in the sky, like bombs are coming or nuclear bombs air are coming. Raid, not air horns, air raids. Yeah, the air raids. And he, the guy is screaming at the top of his lungs like this is the biggest podcast we've ever done screaming. And everybody's like, no, it's not. And he's <laughs> like, down. the whole world is changing. So Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard for sixty eight point seven billion dollars. With a go. Beat. Well, so, so wait, Serp. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's huge. Uh, first of all, because it's meaningful to me because I used to play World of Warcraft growing up. That was my childhood game. Oh, I re we remember you started um, playing it when you were seven. Yeah, I played it for years and years and years and years since Classic, Burning Crusade, Lich King, everything. And like to see something like that and to see like what I'm playing full time now and streaming full time now, Sea of Thieves, and to see like the two worlds like combine it's like not necessarily saying that it's going to be a crossover or anything like that but like it's pretty special in my opinion you know what i mean and yeah yeah i don't know just seeing it it's like it's huge it's huge and i know there's been uh things that have been you know on and off with blizzard over the last few years and whatnot um so to see some like light in it and to see some light with microsoft a very big company and which personally i love representing myself um you know having my childhood involved now it's like i don't know it's special you know Feels like yeah. at home. Is is Sea of Thieves a part of Microsoft? Correct. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, holy cow. Yeah. Owned by Rare. Well, you know, the developers are rare, but Rare is under Microsoft. I did not know that. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> the here's the thing that I'm excited for, right? Is that finally, like, it actually makes a difference now. Um, IGN actually said it perfectly. They said it's no longer a console war. It's a content war. Yeah. Right. And I like feel that. like Sony for years, like put steroids in their arms and they got all jacked. Yeah. We've got the best exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. And they did. Right. So in the beginning, uh, you know, in the early PlayStation days, you had the Spyros and the Crash Bandicoots. Then you right. had, 
then you had the Xboxes and you had the Fables and the Halos. Yeah. And, you know, what was that game? Crackdown and Forza and Gran Turismo with Sony. But then over the course of like, I would say the end of the PlayStation 3 with like SOCOM and all that, it really kicked into high gear with the PlayStation 4. Exclusives. The exclusives were, were like incredible. Yeah. yeah, obviously God of War, Spider Man, Horizon Zero Dawn. You know what I mean? Oh, Just the list goes on. There's a ton of them, but like a ton. But yeah. where I am excited for this for a few reasons. What I'm excited for, forget about the exclusives. Two words: Game Pass. Right. So you can pay 15 bucks a month and get any game you want on Game Pass. Like, yes, you don't own the game, but you play it as long as you want to play it. And all of it, it, like you download it onto your hard drive, your save files go into a a separate save file. So even if you delete the game from your hard drive because you don't play it anymore, you save your save file. So if you re-download it later, you do get, you get to play the game where you left off. You know what I mean? And uh, it's... It's going to change the way we game. Now, here's the big questions. You know, Call of Duty is the most. So what's the number one game that was sold on PlayStation last year? Call of Duty. So is Microsoft going to say, hey, Xbox and PC exclusive game? Probably not. Mm, No, I don't think so either. Yeah. But all of the first party games will. But see what I like about Microsoft or their their business model, they don't actually care about the Xbox console. Right. Like they have it because they have to. They care about it being it comes out on day one. Most of their releases, like Halo Infinite, day one was available on Game Pass, PC, and the console. Winning. Yeah, I think I think their goal is just to get people in that Microsoft like I don't know what the real word for it is, but like universe or like space, if you will, like the Microsoft Store, just being involved in the Microsoft like universe or whatever. Like having a Microsoft account, your Microsoft account is linked between your PC games and your Xbox. Purchase well, if you don't even need an Xbox or whatever, so they don't care about if you're playing on a console or whatever. But they just want you involved in Microsoft because then you might that might lead to other purchases and like other stuff for you to be involved in with Microsoft. You know what I mean? Here's here's the next thing. Does battle.net, the Activision launcher, become the launcher for all Microsoft games? Because the Battle.net is awesome. I remember um, that. Yeah, I remember that. Because why would they ever put it on their Microsoft store when people already have Battle.net? Battle.net. I mean, I'd imagine... just upload their games and they can keep it Battle.net. Just upload every Microsoft game they have. Because that launcher works fantastic. Yeah, I like Battle.net Like other than Like, ba- other than Steam, Battle.net works the best. Yeah, agreed. Steam and Battle.net are the two best. I don't know. Uh, see, like, I feel like they're going to keep a lot of stuff the same initially. And then slowly roll stuff out. What I'm pretty pumped about is like quality control stuff. Like I'm sure like I know Activision has done has terrible like uh, HR problems with like their lawsuits with like uh, 
their sexual misconduct things and all that, but also like a lot of the Call of Duty, at least with Vanguard and a little bit with Cold War releases, Vanguard is just like a shell of a Call of Duty game and is terrible and super buggy and stuff, but also has like way less content. So I'm hoping with this purchase, you get a little bit more like quality control or like an up, up in quality on top of the fact that what you're saying, Marcus, um, this becomes like a content war, not necessarily just like selling co- consoles. And like, that's that's just great for us consumers, right? Because now I'm hoping to see that like, I'm hoping that these games will be polished at launch and not you know disasters because at least sony has put out like with their the three big exclusives that i can think of um god of war spider-man ps4 and horizon zero dawn like those are super polished games from the start and also happen to be great games so i'm hoping with like some direct some oversight from microsoft between bethesda and activision you get some epic polished finished games at launch you know, so to, to, to avoid like, you know, what happened with Battlefield 2042, what happened with Cyberpunk, what happened, you know what I mean? A lot of games that come all out games. recently, all games that have been coming out recently have been disasters at launch. So, hey, true. you know, so like sure. basically fraudulent in yeah. my opinion, you know, um, sir, how does Sea of Thieves work? Like, do you buy the game and then that's it? You're done. Um, so you, okay. So personally, I have it on steam. However, you could purchase it on Xbox. Like obviously it is a Microsoft product. So it is only available on Xbox and PC. Yeah. Um, so you can either install it through Microsoft or steam. Those are like the main two ways. And you just have to have an Xbox account linked with it. Basically in a nutshell, it's very simple. Um, um but is it buy it once and you're done? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I did. Purchase. Yeah, just Didn't you play purchase. it Marcus? I ha- I bought it, and I think I played it once. Well, it's yeah. time to play it twice. <laughs> well, yeah, I would play. It. Listen, sir, I'd play any time with you if we set up a time and you, we <laughs> said, "Hey, you know, January twenty second, nine p.m. Eastern, we're playing Sea of Thieves." I would one hundred percent do it. <laughs> um, like you got to schedule pro- it because you're busy. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it just has to be scheduled. I I'm not opposed to playing anything. I'm yeah. the king of the play it once or twice and hang it up game guy. Right. I even yeah, bought the strategy guide. I haven't said that in a long time. <laughs> I know. Have you, sir, do you know the backstory of that? Quick sidebar. No, I do not. So Marcus in used to only play Star Wars Old Republic and basically right. that's it. So and literally like even off stream and whatever. So like <laughs> he would pl- buy like the big popular games as they would come out, Call of Duty or like Red Dead Redemption 2 right. or whatever it was and buy the strategy guide as a way to like motivate himself to like play more than t- once. Mm-hmm. But it never worked. So you always <laughs> just had like a shelf of strategy guides of games that you never played. Oh. Or played for two hours and that was it. There's so many. So I've been as I've unpacked my office, yeah. as I've talked about, like all my art is starting to come out. I haven't seen it in three years, right? Yeah. As I'm doing this, I found uh you know like the you know like the rubber made totes? Yes. I found a Rubbermaid tote that legit has 30 strategy guides, hard covers, like quality Beautiful. stuff. Like I have the Mass Effect one, two, three hardcover strategy guides, Assassin's Creed, Kotor one, Kotor two. I have um the Explorer's Guide for Star Wars Zero Republic. Like if you name a game that came out that was like super hype, I probably have the strategy guide for it. <laughs> I even have oh wait 
I did find I have the strategy guide for Mortal Kombat 2 for the Sega Genesis. I have yeah. the uh, strategy guide for uh, NBA Jam, which I hand wrote all of the codes for it. So, the like, if you want to play as Hillary and Bill Clinton, you can. Um, <laughs> like the Ultimate War or Hulk Hogan and somebody else. Like, the, all of the codes are there. And I found the Game Genie book from way back in the day. Like, it was like wow. nostalgia town. And then I found a picture of me when I was like 17 and I had oh, spiked hair. Yeah. And I had <laughs> big <laughs> silver <laughs> loops in my ears and I was oh, like I 140 that, pounds soaking wet. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, Marcus is six, what? Two, six, yeah. three, six, so, two, six, two. Yeah. Nice. So he's, yeah. so that he's a toothpick. Yeah. Well, I was then. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine is a powerful drug anyways moving on you so, sports up? what'd you say you play any sports growing up yeah i played uh i was uh i don't want to say not world class but like i was a premier soccer goalie oh, which nice. nick forever talks so much shit about soccer he told me i was such a pussy to play soccer i know all the time. he did no joke and now he loves soccer so much but he loves uh, the worst fucking team on the planet no like way. they can eat shit every day of the week and i would love it dude there's the <laughs> most massachusetts boston soccer team ever it's liverpool no the best team. nope <laughs> anyways um so i did play soccer like when i was a kid i played basketball but honestly sir yeah. it's really weird i like to play video games with friends i like to hang out with friends but when it comes to sports i like the solo sports i respect that you know what I mean? Like I skateboarded I and I was uh, like, I was an amateur skateboarder and it was fucking awesome. Like yeah. entering skate contests, doing all that crazy shit. The worst is smashing your balls on handrails and stuff, but you know, or smashing your head on like coping on a half pipe. That shit sucks. But at the same time, like that was my sport. But then like yeah. later yeah. in life, I was, I don't want to say, yeah, later, later, early adulthood but like later as like in your sports career i found tournament paintball yeah and i really love that because that that is where a place where like my qualities as a person like a motivational guy right yeah i bring positivity like excitement and stuff and i found like i thrived in that field and by the time like my career ended when my daughter wasn't born but it was the last season like i got really good at it and I miss it to the day, but like, that was really like the one team sport that I loved. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the traditional sports because I think like traditional sport coaches in me don't mold because I learn a different way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, sir? And I know you were like, you were like D one college basketball player and all that, but like you ever have a coach that just, you didn't mesh with <laughs> like, like yes. multiple. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's tough. Anyways. Um, my last thing on the Activision, uh, purchase is now Microsoft owns ZeniMax, which is all the elder scroll stuff and all that yeah. stuff. All the now they own ID software, so. which makes doom oh, and they yeah. own call of duty. And all of the Blizzard games. Yeah. Here's Overwatch, my World of Overwatch, Warcraft, Diablo. Here's yep. my big question for you guys. World of Warcraft right now, okay, has a fifteen dollar a month subscription fee. Okay. What if you pay fifteen bucks a month and you get the content for free? 
Talk Ooh. about Game Pass blowing up. Or if they said you pay 15 bucks, but then your WoW subscription is only $5 a month on top of that. Hmm. Well, because they're going to do something with it. They're going to have to do something with WoW because their their mindset is put the games in players' hands. Or what yeah. if they put, and I'm not saying today, what if they put World of Warcraft on console? I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know either, but Final Fantasy did it. Elder Scrolls did it. Right. An MMO. Um... Well, you can play Elder Scrolls Online and um, Final Fantasy 14 with a controller. Like on a console. Yeah. On a console. Which is cool. Which is but crazy. I don't know how you could add that as after it's already live. Like, I don't know what that entails. It seems a little I don't know either. I'm just thinking outside the box because World yeah. of Warcraft is the only out of the box game for Microsoft. What do you mean out of the box game? Well, because there's On a console. subscription. Oh, I see. Yeah. There's a subscription. So that like, do they just keep the subscription and it's not on Game Pass? Because pretty much they've already come out and said all of the games that we're acquiring will be on Game Pass day one. Well, that's sweet. So then they have to stick to that then, of course. Right. So what, but are you going to pay for Game Pass and have to pay your WoW subscription? I would imagine that might be the only exception to the Game Pass rule because it's a, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's their, that's their payment. That's their like model for an MMO like that. But I can't, I don't think that's unreasonable to have Game Pass and then WoW on top of it. You know what I mean? Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. I just don't know. And that I wanted to ask your opinions on it. I mean, for me, I, I don't know about you, sir, but for me, I'm way more excited about like all of the backlog of games that are now going to be on Game Pass. Like yeah. all the old Call of Duties, all of the old Bethesda titles, all of the, you know what I mean? That you can just access for free on, or not for free, but free with Game Pass. That's that's a yeah. lot of stuff to that's get exciting. on there now. You I, know mean, I mean, the whole thing all in all just like incredible for i mean like 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 i said earlier just specifically for me growing up you know what i mean like seeing like my childhood game coming to play with the game that i'm streaming now it's like i don't know it's like magical for me in a way you know what i mean so yeah i'm excited what's to come i feel like that'll all be announced in due time and shared um but i'm actually really curious to see that part of things it's good points though for sure i um like i when i'm gonna you know, Nick's birthday's coming. I'm gonna message his girlfriend and be like, just buy him a year subscription to Game Pass. Because that is gonna be forever content for him to stream. It's a good point. You know what yeah. I mean? Because Nick, you're not buying the game. Like, let's say you wanted to play Tomb Raider and you play it once on stream and you're like, eh, this right. isn't really really tickling my fancy. Even though I think Tomb Raider would really be a game for you. That would but be like, pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is, oh, I don't feel like playing it. What's the next game on Game Pass? You have an endless supply of games that you can play, and it just costs 15 bucks a month. Yeah, that's sweet. You know what I mean? Especially for a guy like you who plays a story and then moves on to the next game. Whoa, Rick G Rainbow does Six, that. Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be on X- Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, day one. Wow. That's what I'm, I'm just, saying. I'm dude. looking through it right now. Of Game Pass games? Yeah, Halo Infinite. Yes, Thieves, obviously. Destiny all, 2, all of Mortal Kombat. All Microsoft first studio games on day one are available on Game Pass. Wow. But what does that do Light to change? Simulator. Yes. The game of the year edition. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> I don't Sorry. know. Uh, I'm just, I was blown away by it. But something else that I'm really excited for is with all the bullshit that Activision Blizzard has gone through over the year, right? With all the drama. Yeah. And we're not getting into that. It's nice that it's finally like, it's going to be like a new start, even though Microsoft does not need the money, but it's going to be like a new start for the company and all the yeah. employees. Like, yeah, some of your bosses might still be there, but if I'm guessing Microsoft is going to go in there and clean house. Yeah. If you were a part of the drama, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's I'd imagine that as well, which like, I don't, it, unless it's deserved, I don't want people losing jobs, but I, I would imagine they're going to clean up a lot of, well, if you're if you were an asshole, yeah, the reaper is coming. Yeah, what's, but our, I, what's what's the rule, Nick? What's the one rule I live by? Oh, in our in our yeah Discord, all or the just chats, life. It just you don't be this a one rule. You're good for life, right? Just don't be a douchebag. That's Thank all you got to do. Thank you. That's um, it. In AIE news, in AIE news, uh, Monday nights are for master what? mode flashpoints 9 p.m eastern mal will run you through them and help you earn some special mounts that you can only get from running the hardest version of the flashpoints so that happens the first monday of every month what about yeah. tuesdays nick tuesdays are the place to be in aie tuesdays are our fun uh open guild night called mandatory fun night where the fun is mandatory but attendance is not that runs every single tuesday from in star wars world republic from 9 p.m eastern time till whenever things are done 11 um, p.m 11 p.m uh and it's awesome it's inclusive it's in great this for week. experts and beginners alike no yes in this week it's total galactic war they are going after a planet and uh jump on the pub side if you're listening to this we probably only have the weekend to go but help get conquest points so we can conquer a planet nick do you know what saturday is well it's not it's a special saturday it's the fourth saturday the fourth not the fifth no, only if it's, it's the fourth Saturday. Sir, do you know what four Saturdays sounds like? That's a lot of Saturdays. It's a lot of Saturdays, indeed. Uh, that sounds like Saturday, 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 and it's Mega, the monthly <laughs> Epic Guild activity, where we'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Mega. <laughs> this has been so, going on for a year or more. And it still gets me every single time. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> um, so this month's so mega. This? Yeah, so this month. month's mega will be Saturday, January 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, we will be doing the mega world boss hunt. We're going to cover the galaxy and kill as many world bosses as we can. So make sure you come join us. And if all this sounds fun to you, go to aie-guild.org. Get our Discord information, the link for which you can find in the top right-hand portion of the website, and ask for a guild invite. Whether or not you play Star Wars The Old Republic or any of the other games that we play, we would love to have you. Nick? Well, I see, it's really weird not sitting next to you. Yep. So I can't see your leg going a million miles an hour. Or you're like bebopping. You got to pee. Yes, uh, as always, I do. So we'll be right back. Jeez, Nick, hurry up. We're trying to finish this podcast. And we're back. So today we're talking with Serp, seeing what he's been up to, asking him some spicy, in-depth questions. 
Marcus, so, you want to take it from here? Yeah. So since the last time you were on the show, you have gone through a lot of changes. Right. And I've noted some. You stopped playing. So you achieved partner. Congratulations, by the way. Thank yep, you. I that was the last time you were on the show. You stopped playing Battlefront 2. You started to play Sea of Thieves. You became a Sea of Thieves partner. Now you're streaming more than ever with more viewers than ever on Battlefront 2. And my last statement is, what the fuck is a Twitch drop? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, like, let's start off. Like, I know you mentioned it earlier about how you stopped playing Battlefront 2 because of Correct. the content. Correct. But what made you pick Sea of Thieves? You know... I remember in around the time of like February when I, uh, when we achieved switch partnership, uh, Dr. Chronic, Mr. Bofi and a warrior every myself, every two weeks, every two to four weeks, we would do squad streams. So we'd always try to find like a new squad stream so we could all do it together, find a new game. And, you know, we were huge fans of the longest Johns. Who's a, um, sing sea Santis. The music is incredible. Uh, fellow see if these partners as well. And, I don't know. We just had this one day. We were like, let's just play Steve Thieves. And I'm like, okay, I'll host it. It's my turn to host. Let me host it. So I played it that one time. Didn't know a thing about the game. Um, but something just attracted to me about it. And something in me was like, okay, like, I don't know why, but like, you don't ever know that. It's like, you ever know that feeling when you enter a new game and it's like, you're a new player and like, there's so much to learn. It's like the best feeling in the world when you're yes. like brand new. There's no better feeling in the world than that. I was like, okay, I want to get good at this game. I want to grasp this game. And I don't know why, but I had a passion for it. I just loved the game. And so I just started playing it all the time. And that was also when my, you know, my love for Battlefront 2 started to kind of, you know, dwindle a little bit. And it was bad because like I would take days off because like I would not know what to stream. I would be like, I don't want to stream Battlefront today. And I would just end up taking the day off, working on a few things and find myself just thinking about Sea of Thieves and like, I decided one day, most streamers take it different, you know, first of all, before I like get into every, anything like transitioning is one of the most difficult things in streaming. Um, yep. There's fears that streamers have, whether some people will admit it or not. What, number one is transitioning games. Number two is when you take a leave or off days or like mental health breaks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, those I would say are the, the two biggest fears in a streamer um, in terms of like, you know, their community and whatnot. And for me, this was like one of the biggest decisions I had to make. And most streamers, you know, when they lean into a new game, they usually do half and half, you know, oh, like I'll play Battlefront and I'll go into see if these later. And I'll introduce it with half and half, which is a very smart approach. For me, I just said, F and I just literally just went right into it. <laughs> do you, wait, do you, you have a swear yourself? button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. No, 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 awesome. no. But no, in all seriousness, I was just like, seriously, like, I can't, like, I'm not going to sacrifice my own mental health and play a game I don't want to play really and not be happy when I could be, when that time that I could be, that I'm playing Battlefront, I could be playing Sea of Thieves. And, you know what I mean? So I was like, let's wow. do it. Let's just go right into it. Let's just go right into it. And I, I did. People would ask me every day, what are you doing? Why aren't you playing Battlefront 2? And I had that question every day. I lost followers every day. I lost people in the community, people every single day. I was, I was, I became like kind of immune to it at that point because everyone like, you know, more and more people would leave every day because it wasn't Battlefront 2 and they were yeah. only there for Battlefront 2 and I did not use a face camera at the time. So I didn't have a personality behind the camera. It felt like, and when I told myself when I'm entering CFDs, I'm like, if I'm entering CFDs, I'm going to use a face camera. And 
Um, yeah. I think the last time I was here, I did not use one really at all. No, you um, just, you did your um, face reveal. Mm, right. Yeah. And then it was after like my birthday stream. I remember we transitioned to see if these around May. I was like, I want to have a personality. I want to take, I want to, this is what my life, this is what I love to do. And I want to take it, bump it up a notch. You know what I mean? Every cent I own from, every cent I make from streaming, I always invest it back into the stream. So I just want to make constant improvements. So mm-hmm. I said to myself, let's, you know what I mean? Let's make some changes here. So uh, that was a big thing for me that I wanted to go into this game. I had a passion for it. I loved it. And, you know, I, I something just told me I knew it was for me. And I went in and I felt like the oddball. I didn't really know anyone. I didn't know any. I would watch a lot of see these streamers that I admired, but I never really I didn't know anybody. I was just kind of yeah. in it like on my own, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wanted to just give it a shot. And I this was my mentality. This was my mentality the entire ride. I said it to myself because I knew Battlefront 2 was a slipping, you know what I mean? It was slipping away. And I'm like, if I stay in it any longer, it would just get worse and worse for me mentally. And it wasn't a thing I wanted to be a part of. The game was, there was no, there was nothing left with the game. There was really nothing left with it. So I said to myself, like, it's going to be one step backwards or two steps forward, potentially. Now it could be a, a complete bust and it could not work at all. And, you know, that could be that. But right. I had this mentality there's a potential for two steps forward and I won't know unless I try and I'm not going to live with a regret saying I didn't try. So right. I packed, you know, I, you know, I left battlefront two and I went into sea of thieves and did I take a hit? Absolutely. In every shape form. And you know what I mean? And like, for me, it wasn't like, you know, did it affect me mentally at the beginning? Of course it did. Like, you know what I mean? Anyone in the right mind, it would affect you. Um, so yeah, it did affect me in the beginning, but then I for this one day. I really like was Really, really, you know, I was aching a little mentally, like, because I know I was taking a hit, but then I started changing my mentality. I'm like, you got to tell yourself, stop. And this is what shifted me from there to where I am now. I was like, I told myself, stop saying who's not there anymore. Like, don't think about anymore who's not there anymore. Think about who's actually there and focus on that. And I shifted my mentality and it kind of shaped me a lot and it made me so much more happier. And I didn't really. Like, you know what I mean? Like some streamers let like statistics consume them. And for me, it was more of a thing where I was just like, I look at statistics to study and like to better myself, but I don't define content, your level of content based on a statistic. I define your level of content based on what you're putting in and what you're, what are you doing outside of stream? And you know what I mean? What you're putting out during the time that you're live. That's what I consider content. Uh, because there's so many incredible, amazing content creators out there that just hasn't gotten the visibility that they deserve. Um, and vice versa, you know what I mean? Like it goes both ways. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of content creators that, you know what I mean? I feel like there's some streamers that are, have lower averages that are, you know what I mean? Way a lot more entertaining than some of the biggest streamers. That's just my two cents on it. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's just, there's really, you know what I mean? What can you do about it? So, um, you know, entering in, it was tough. It was really tough. Um, you know, mentally, but I had something on my eyes. It was, you know, I did have a goal in mind when I entered and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I just want to become a CFD's partner one day. It was my dream come true. I love the opportunities that I provided. I love what I could have the opportunity for custom service to do for the community. And I'm like, most importantly, to represent Rare and to represent this company. And um, I will be honest with you. There is no, and I and nothing can change my mind on this. There's no other game. There's no other community that does what CF Thieves does for their content creators and what Rare does for the community. In terms of like, in terms of Twitch and what they do for the creators, I've never seen anything like it. And Battlefront Two never had that. 
the content creator program, the CTS partner program, the creator crew, all that they do, it's second to none. Um, and it was a goal of mine. So I said, okay, I got I got to work for this. Um, so I knew the goal was 10,000 watch hours, which is by the way, it's a very 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 difficult um very difficult statistic, very difficult uh milestone to achieve, 10,000 watch hours. Um it's a lot of hours streamed times your average viewership and whatnot. And that was the requirement to apply for CFD's partnership. Wow. I told myself, I was like, I was like, you know what I mean? Like I, like I didn't want, I wanted it to happen naturally, but at the same time, I really wanted to make this dream come true. I'm like, I'll do anything it takes to make that happen. So I started, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I just naturally just started streaming longer because I've been having so much fun and like mm -hmm. naturally the hours just came. And when I saw the 10,000 hours one day, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is actually no way. And I was so excited to write my application and everything. Um, and I didn't hear back for like a month and a half, maybe. Wow. Give or take. I was checking my emails every day. And then eventually I was like, okay, I got to stop. Like, you know what I mean? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If not, okay. Right because I can't let that th stuff consume me. And like, I'm very big on mental health. I've went through a lot with college basketball. So I want to put myself in the best positions to be mentally stable and okay, especially st streaming full time and whatnot. There's a people think you're just playing games. all day. There's a lot that goes into it. And yeah. um, mental health is a big factor. So I stopped checking my emails. I was like, okay, look, it's going to happen. I'm going to get a response, whether that be yes or no, just accept it and move on. I was... I had an off day and I received an email back from them saying that I was accepted into the CFD's partner program. And I had tears. It was so special to me. And I, I, it was funny because I was not allowed to announce it yet. And that was the part that hurt me. So I took, like, I've never yeah. taken this many days off. I've never taken this many days. I took 10 days off in a row. One to kind of rejuvenate myself after like, kind of like, you know, a little bit of a partner push and whatnot, you know, you know, and, yeah. um, but also like, you know, like knowing me, I was so excited. I would accidentally slip out if I, you know, I had the chance. But when I was able to announce it, um, it was so special. And it, it was like, it was just a dream come true. And the ultimate thing is just being able to represent this company and just to represent like something so much larger than streaming. And it's like truly like a family in a way. And the people, the amazing people I've met, fellow content creators, the, rare developers, the people behind the scenes, um, and to have a platform, you know what I mean? Where your opinion is listened, you know, where you, where they hear your opinion in terms of like, and have a, have a say in what, how the game works and ideas and content and being able to be able to be a part of something so much larger than you. It's, that's actually pretty much the best part of being a CFT's partner and, um, just being able to have a role in all of this and being able to represent this community um and to answer your question yeah twitch drops is a something that's very very beautiful that we're allowed to have on our streams uh we have twitch drops tomorrow all throughout this weekend um uh as of january 21st but um what twitch drops are is basically viewers are able to receive cosmetics um in-game cosmetics in-game rewards based off watching a cfd's partner for 20 minutes and all they have to do it and claim it is claim that in their twitch inventory and supply it to their cfd's account so um, oh, that's cool. They do Twitch drops for CFD's partners, but they also do Twitch drops for everyone. On January 30th, there's going to be a CFD's community day where everyone in the community, anyone who presses live on CFD's can have drops on their channel. And this is what I mean by no other, you know what I mean? No other game does what I think, what, in my opinion, what CFD's does. Uh, they've done this multiple times in the past. 
Um, and it's just a really special opportunity. Uh, we have the opportunity for custom servers. We have the uh, options for, you know, the the opportunity for giveaways back to the community um, via in-game cosmetics, uh, seeing six packs and caps and giveaways. And just things that allow us to just give back to the community. It's very special. Um, yeah. And it's allowed me to also host community events. New Year's, we did a New Year's extravaganza where we did a firework show with a new update. We did a firework show and the crews that came up with the best firework show. And um, the state I'm at right now is just, you know, like looking back at like the hardships that I had to do in terms of transitioning, it was very difficult. But where I am right now, I would say that I feel like, you know, like I don't, how do I put in words? I'm not necessarily, I'm a type of person like I'm never content. That makes sense. I'm not a person that like, just like, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I'm so happy where I'm at. Like I don't need to do anything else. Like, uh, no, that's not the case. Like there's no like peak. There's no limit when it comes to Twitch in my opinion. And um, for me, I feel like, but I will say that I think maybe in a way I did experience like a potential first step forward, you know, out of, from that step backwards, which is very beautiful. But it's, I feel like this is just kind of like just the start of things um, in terms of what, you know, our community is and the amazing family and community we've built. Um, and a lot went into this, man, like rebranding. Rebranding was huge. I had to leave, unfortunately, as much as I love Star Wars, I had to put myself in a position from, you know, from a business side of things like, you know, that, you know, a rebrand was necessary, like, because as much as I love Ahsoka, I would use that for, um, I have goals to use that down the load for other future Star Wars projects, the art from Venomous and emotes and everything. I have definitely goals to use that down the road for other future Star Wars projects, but I know if Star Wars wasn't going to be the main source of content for my, for Twitch, I knew I had to do a rebrand. So I spoke yeah. with, I was fortunate enough to be sponsored and partnered with uh, High Score Tees, um, which is our merchandise company, which allowed us to build a merchandise store, which allowed us to have a full rebrand web camera overlays. Yes, which you're wearing. <laughs> um, overlays, um, alerts, um, logo, revi- like logo revamp, rebrand, everything, over, ev- everything you could possibly imagine. They did ev- banners, everything. They did everything for us. Um, and there was it was a month process. It was like three month process of everything that we wanted to put into it. And I told them like that my main. I was born and raised in Miami, Florida. This is like my home. I want to. Yeah. I, I want to represent that. And everything, if you can see, is the teal and the pink. Um, right. That, those are like my favorite colorways. And reminds the, me of uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and those are that. That was just me, and I wanted to be me. And that's how, what Twitch always allowed me to do is just be myself and at someone else or put on a mask but just to be my truly myself and just have the best time ever and um you know what i mean that was hinted in the, re- in the branding the rebranding as well and just everything all in all over this last well since i've been on here a year uh it's just truly been a blessing and probably i'll be honest with you these long you know i know you said like the long hours i stream i'll be just transparent with you i don't I wake up every day streaming with a smile and like I just like look forward to the day because one thing that sets Sea of Thieves apart from most games is that every day is a different experience. Every single day is different. You will not have two days in a row on Sea of Thieves. It's impossible. Every day you meet into new crews, you run into new crews, you have fun fights. We do a lot of PvP, fun fights, everything. And no two days are the same. And this is why I love this game so much. And this is why I can go so long every day because I don't even think about time. I just have fun. I just enjoy myself. I sail with other fellow content creators and friends and we just laugh and have the best time ever and i couldn't ask for a better family and to be in this position it sounds uh, like an amazing 
just community you have. Um, it's it's really like heartwarming to hear like that your transition from Battlefield, sorry, Battlefront two to Sea of Thieves is gone. Like, sounds like it's an absolute home run now. You know, um, I want to ask though. So, I know you talked about some of the things that like being a partner that you're, or I should say that you're super happy being a partner with um, Sea of Thieves. But what is like your day to day? What is that like? Is that like your that set up like you're an employee of rare now so, sort of like what is your day-to-day like process as a partner for rare or for sea of thieves well like? as a sea of thieves partner um we obviously like most of this i have to be careful in what i say due to NDA, yeah for whatever but, you can um say but safely. most of what we do and the, the opportunity to do is not necessarily employed but more so representing okay. um you know we have uh, one of the op- one of the opportunities, for example, is like I said, these Twitch drops. Twitch drops, yeah, um, is you know are things that we could give back to the community, but also for our community as well. Um, Obsidian six pack and caps and giveaways. We have certain giveaways that we can give back to the community every month when a new season comes out. Yeah. Those are all nice things. Those are all beautiful things. But the the things that I love the most that I think that really stands out is the fact that we have a say in things. Uh, we do have. We yeah, are so, aware yeah. of future content that is, you know what I mean? Like here and there, we know what's yeah. coming about and uh, we do have a say in our opinions and bugs and fixes and, you know what I mean? And, right. You know what I mean? Um, Things of that nature. And everything. Yeah. So it's, it's similar really to the about, content creator program for SOTOR. Yeah. And it's really about like, yeah. just like us being able to keep the game and do anything we can on our ends to have the game, you know what I mean? Like in a great state. Uh, and provide our opinions and provide our insight and provide everything that we can to make this the best game possible of what it is. And it's the beauty in it, but more so representing, representing CFDs, representing rare and representing Microsoft as well. You know, so what hits me really hard about this conversation is it, it was a little while ago was talked about is that you lost followers, you lost viewers, you lost everything. And the unknown spoken world of Twitch is monetization, right? And when you stream, there is the potential that you can earn money, right? And people get uncomfortable when this is talked about. The when you left the Battlefront community, you know, I'm sure as you were losing viewers and followers and everything, the monetization slowed down too. Yes. And I said this to somebody today, just today. Are you streaming for the viewers of today? Or are you streaming for the viewers for six months from now? And it is a really hard question to ask yourself because when things are going good, but you're unhappy, I never thought streaming would be as mental as your mental health would become a factor of it, but it really is. It is. Yeah. A hundred percent. And just from my own, but hearing what you went through, it had been tough, right? Yeah. But the toughest decision I think that you didn't mention that affected yourself your close friends and a lot of people happen. 
you know, I, and I haven't not asked you about this. So I remember the day you made Sea of Thieves partner, you messaged me. I fucking jumped up and down for you because we talked two weeks prior to that. And you're like, I'm just waiting for this. <laughs> and through that process of becoming a Sea of Thieves partner and all that stuff. Yeah. Some things happened on the back end. And I'm going to play, I- I'm going to play the narrator to the story. Serp made partner. Serp got his closest seven friends together and created a Twitch team. It's called Guardians of the Order. It was a group of friends that were, as some people would call it, ride or die. Right? Mm-hmm. And then in the process, you created a second team called Vader's Fist. Correct. And through the process of making Sea of Thieves partner and doing all of those things, something happened, which I don't have this answer. And I have to ask because one day you have two teams and the next day you don't. Yeah. And I'm sure on your end, that had to have been one of the hardest decisions to be made. Oh yeah. I actually thought about it for about three months. Actually. Wow. Give or take, probably give or take. Yeah. I'd say, um, no, I mean, this thing was with stream teams. It's like, um, as much as I love like organizing that, you know what I mean? I didn't want to dedicate my time to something that I wasn't, I, I didn't want to have, hold on. I didn't want to have something where I couldn't dedicate my time to as much as I would want like to, okay. um, you know what I mean? Like I just like when I went into it, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to give everyone an opportunity. Um, I want to give everyone an opportunity to be able to grow. And I put that before my own mental health. I put that before everything. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like um, a lot of the team, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a sad reality. You know what I mean? People have lives. People have daily lives. Twitch isn't a full-time thing for everyone. Um, you know what I mean? People come and go all the time on Twitch. The majority of that team is currently not streaming as of right now. Um, a lot of the team was inactive. A lot of the team stopped streaming, you know, once COVID kind of like cleared up a little bit. And yes, it's, it's not even close to being well, but um, well, at the time it cleared up a lot, you know. Yes. But, you know, what I mean, yeah. there was, you know, I, I, you know, for a little bit, like, you know I mean, people were going back to their daily lives and, you know, what I mean, a lot of the team became inactive, unfortunately. So, you know, no, and I was receiving messages like, you know, not <sighs> more so like demands for applications like hey like i applied where's my answer blah 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 blah. and that's okay you know what i mean but like when you have over 160 applications and you're trying to manage a lot on your own and that was also during the time that i was trying to work on this rebrand with high score t's and everything that was going on in my life and i was aiming for safety's partnership and everything um i just felt like you know it was like the right thing to do to you know what I mean? Not give, you know, not put a false hope on something and not put something that I can't dedicate my time to. And if I, if I'm the type of person, if I hold on to something, I want to give my all into it. I'm not going to half it, half ass it or anything like that. And I knew I could not give us two stream teams with over 70 people my all. Um, and yeah, so I decided to just simply just remove both teams temporarily. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like it's the end. You know what I mean? Like, cause you know what I mean? I, everything everyone who was who was active and everyone who was you know what i mean i've developed a lot of close friendships to them uh through that team through the two teams but you know i'm just gonna wait until the right moment this time and when i'm ready to finally dedicate time to a team i'll be able to make one on my own terms just one and just have fun and you know what i mean create some really fun things with it um but like i said i'm just like the type of person i don't like holding on to things that's like half whether that be a relationship or friendship 
um, yeah. stream team, anything, game even, you know, I just like to give my all towards things and I couldn't give my all towards it. So it's just the most logical thing for myself personally. And um, yeah. And if, you know I mean? People will, you know, see it how as they wish. I just, just wasn't, you know, just at the time it just wasn't for me, but well, um, clearly, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Clearly. If you, if you're not able to put in what you need to put in, to a team or a stream or a game or anything clearly it's not good for you right yeah and i'm sure that weighs on you mentally too yes like if you know that's something that you have your name on and you can't give it your all to make it a great product or experience or whatever it is then like that you that's got a weigh on you you know what i mean yeah i can imagine that like residual sort of anxiety or just negativity it's got to be especially with other people sort of like underneath you, if you will, that I can totally understand how that would be a large negative influence on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just need to prioritize my mental health in that situation. Yeah, Of course. Completely understand. So now, all right. So we got the downside of it out of the way. Now that you're a sea of thieves, mother trucking partner, right? Right. Kicking ass. You have higher viewer counts than ever before. You are taking Twitch over one stream at a time. What is the goals? Because you say you're never complacent and you never just want to stay still and be happy where you are. So where does the SERP stream community go from here? Um, There's tons of things I want to accomplished for this year there's actually a lot that i cannot speak of with actually specifically within these next 10 11 11, 10 to 12 days um that include a lot of events that i have the opportunity to participate in um but i have the goal of youtube partnership stream loots partnership um wait can i ask oh wait wait wait. go ahead what is youtube partnership and what is stream loots partnership so youtube partnership um youtube partnership is practically 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours on YouTube. So that's like the affiliate program on YouTube. Basically, in a nutshell, uh, where it allows you to receive monetization from that. Um, YouTube is something that I've been trying to strive myself to be better on. I did have something. Uh, our YouTube editor at the time, who's incredible, made a lot of YouTube edits for us. Um, he was currently on a leave for a working on a film. So I did lose my YouTube editor. However... Um, this has motivated me to kind of learn the YouTube. Eh, what's the word for it? Try to learn how to um, self-edit. If that makes sense. So I'm more yeah. mo- motivated than ever to self-edit and learn how to self-edit and make my own YouTube videos. If that makes sense. So that's something that I'm in the works for right now, and I want to get really on that. I want to have stream highlights, TikToks, and YouTube Shorts uploads more often, and just try mm-hmm. for YouTube partnership because that would be an incredible goal. Uh, Streamloots is a third-party extension where chat and the community can make us just do fun stuff. Uh, it's a very, very fun thing. We used to do Streamloots Sundays. I'm trying to incorporate ways to bring that back. Um, but it's basically, in a nutshell, like um, fun cards and ring the bell five times or ram into the nearest island or put a kegs in your crow's nest. Like fun stuff like that where it's just the community can just have a fun time and it's just just really just laughs. It's not But sweaty. it connects? Oh, 100%. It's, it's an inter- integration within Sea of Thieves. Uh, which makes it really special. Uh-huh. So see if these I've never heard yeah, of that. That's oh, pretty perfect. cool, huh? It's perfect. It's amazing. Uh, Streamlit's DVD. They have it. In, you can see it in Dead by Daylight. Uh, Phasmophobia. A few other games, but 
it's amazing. I'm so I'm so I'm looking forward to bringing stream loops back into the flow of things um, for this year. Um, and honestly, just keep going from what we've built, and um, you know, continue to uh, grow the community and just have honestly just have fun and consistently meet new people and just have fun with this game and see what 2022 what 2022 lies for sea of thieves and just everything all in all so yeah i have wow. a um that's awesome i appreciate it that's some crazy goals i hope you meet them all thank you um i have a bit of a sidebar question or like a, a looping back question so i know we were talking about mental health yeah. earlier um obviously streaming you know 10 ish average hours a day um almost every single day takes a, a big mental health toll i know for me i want to ask what is your like house or a living apartment setup like so like i'll give you an example why i'm asking so for me i really like having that separation of like work area and sort of fun area and for current my current setup i don't like so whenever i work from home i'm sitting at the desk that I, you know, stream podcast that you're sitting at right now, I'm sitting at right now. So like, for example, today I worked from home today. So I've been sitting in this chair basically all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I got, you know what I mean? I worked, was working at this desk on my work laptop that I plug into my, you know, keyboard and mouse and, and monitor. And then I'll, um, plug everything back into my actual desktop afterwards, like to play a game or whatever. Like I was playing Halo before the podcast and now I'm, you know, doing the podcast on here. But so for me, my goal, and I had this set up before, I, I like having a designated workspace outside of my social area. And with when with you streaming that long, I, do you have like, what's is your streaming room separate from like your bedroom and your living yeah. room? Like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's that setup like for you? So I used to actually have my, uh, oh, my bedroom. Yeah. Um, and my streaming room kind of combined, but yeah. After Twitch partnership, I said if this actually became something very, very serious for me, which it was since I started, but something, yeah. you know, next, the next step, next step. I wanted to build yeah. a streaming studio. So I built this room. I have this design room here with strictly my setup. And yeah. um, it's just honestly where I, like this is like my, Your my office sanctuary. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So sanctuary. Um, yeah, I like yeah. that and it's cozy, it's comfortable. And honestly, it's, allows me to do what i love to do so yeah works perfect but yeah i used to be in a small corner um for multiple months but yeah this is uh this having is the designated studio space. room yep yep <laughs> yeah so I really special. marcus knows he I, just moved into his studio. yeah so i will say nick i know my little COVID cave is small yeah and it's slowly becoming what it's meant to be but i'm going to say that being you know losing my office before my son was born or once he was born and then being relegated to the corner of a basement and then buying a new house and being relegated to the corner of a basement yeah. to now having my own space. And as you guys can see, my artwork is back on the wall. Like this space is mine and only right. my space. So like, I know when I come in and I close my new door, that's not even painted yet. Yeah. It's my, it's me. Like this is me space and this is all I need for me. And I am much happier coming in this room than I ever was going in the other room. Yeah. And the court, cause it was like, you know, you wasn't my space. Yeah. It was a, you were, it was the kid land shared space. Right. That had the, uh, that you had your computer stuff in the corner, but it's still shared space. I guess Nick for you, 
And yeah. I'm just going to throw you under the bus real quick. Not really though. <laughs> but okay. like, if you ever think about that apartment that I told you about, yeah, that would give you that because right. you would have an extra bedroom that you don't need to rent out. And that would become your space, right. your getaway space. So, you know, whether you put this desk in the living room or the dining room next to like your TV couch area, and that's your work from home space. And then the extra bedroom in your apartment becomes your office stream space, like your right. getaway space. You know what I mean? Right. And you right. slowly grow into that because I think you do need that. Cause you've been talking about that for a while. And yeah. I know like when you talk about your mental health, you're like, look at, I just sat in front of my computer all day. I don't right. want to sit in this chair all night. Like right. even if you just stand up and go in your living room and sit on the couch, it feels good because you're not sitting in that chair that you're sitting in now. Exactly. Same environment. And I mean, I did the same thing. Right. I mean, my current plan, if I stay where I currently live is like just to put my a work, I'd get a different desk and put my work desk in the living room and then I'd work from home in there. Right. You know I mean, cause then yep. it's just a separate, it's only a separate room, separate space and there's plenty of room in there. So, but it would achieve and then my bedroom can just be the fun zone, <laughs> you know? And, um, I just want to do a quick shout out to Madrina's coffee. <laughs> okay. So that clip of me, when you first got uh, partnered with Madrina's. Yeah. Uh, there's a clip of me cracking open a cold brew can and I slam like a four second slug of it or even longer. And I smash it on my desk, spilt it all over. And I go, Madrina's drink that shit. And that clip <laughs> has been popping around for <laughs> a year. Um, And I see that, you know, that's still going great for you. I appreciate and, that a lot. You know, and it says something when a company, whether it's Madrina's stream tools or sea of thieves, when they notice you and they say, Hey, let's make some magic. Right. Yeah. So, you know, is there any big goals you have with those companies moving forward or is it to get more companies involved in the SERP uh, stream community? Like, What's your next steps there? With merchandise with high score tees, I would love to include more merchandise. Um, starting off, we came out with nine different merchandise items. I have goals to, you know, bring in other items within the table as well. I think that would be really special. I think that would be special for everyone. Um, I think that would be something that I would really, really love to do. Um, with Madrinas. Um and I'll be honest with you, there's been Madrina's partners that have had their own custom flavor in the past. I would love to have that, that opportunity one day. Whoa. Is that down yeah. the road? Very, 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 very far. A hundred percent. But it would still be something cool, you know? Like, you know, yeah. it's a dream come true. Um, but it's just really just honestly, like, I, how do I put it in words? I have dreams of long term, but short term is like, I, I just, I, I think about tomorrow and I think about like events like within the month and I go day by day. You know what I mean? I don't really necessarily like get caught up because like, you know, when I was like, you know, when I was growing up, I was like when I was playing basketball for 11 years of my life, I was like NBA, 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 NBA. That's all I thought about. And, yeah. um, you know, like I, I've shifted my mentality to thinking more like, like ahead, like, you know, like closer goals, closer, 
how to put in words like closer short-term goals for long-term success and long-term dreams. You know? Yeah. So or incremental take, goals. Yeah, just take it day by day, honestly. Take it day by day. And um but you know, I would love to take Madrinas and what we've built and there's so many fun things with Madrinas coming up. Like tomorrow, for example, we have two new flavors releasing. Oh, that's going to be the most special. It's, it's some really, really cool stuff and constantly amazing things that Madrinas is doing. The amount of new flavors that they've released within the last few months, the events that we have planned, the so many cool things up ahead for Madrinas and just to be able to represent this company and to be part of like a, an amazing family with, which by the way, um, I'm not just like a partner for them. It's it's truly really like a family. We speak quite often. They come by chat. They hang out. Um, you know what I mean. We communicate extremely well, and it's really it's really part of something special. And it's that's what I love the most. Like you know the part the outside of Twitch, who I'm who I'm representing and who I'm partnered and sponsored with. These are amazing, amazing people and amazing companies to represent. You know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And family is involved in each and every one of them, which is my favorite part. Awesome. What's your favorite flavor of Madrinas? Not flavor Madrinas. Uh, the dark chocolate salted caramel by far. It's a new Sea of Thieves. So, oh, I don't even think you, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, well, one of the big things that happened that Sea of Thieves and Madrinas collaborated together on a Whoa, chili. Oh, that's due to yeah. you. Yeah. They, they collaborated on a flavor. Um, don't quote me on it's, it. It's I want dark s- chocolate salted caramel. I dark right chocolate here. salted caramel. You purchase, wow. if, if you purchase the flavor, you will receive an in game emote. Um, within sea of thieves called the ah coffee emote um there was a bundle oh, package awesome. that sold out within oh, just yeah. the first day um that oh, included yeah. a madrina's sea of thieves shaker um yep, i'm saying and that. which they will bring back this year um and restock that's on that but in terms of that's probably my favorite flavor and not just because it's a sea of thieves collaboration well maybe just a little you know but um <laughs> it's such, i'm not even really the biased biggest, i'm not really even the biggest caramel fan like i don't go crazy over caramel but like with this, oh my gosh, it is so amazing. So, so amazing. I recommend it for anybody who's a big caramel or dark chocolate fan. Absolutely. I just like coffee. I, do too. <laughs> I just tell everybody that my blood is coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marcus, you, you drink the most coffee of anybody I've ever met, basically. Um, But actually, uh, I'll talk. Well, it'll be a conversation for another day, but I, ju- I do drink too much coffee. Agreed. <laughs> That's all of us. <laughs> no. I used to drink too much coffee. No, like, I, I I drink an excessive amount of coffee. My pre pre COVID twenty twenty, like meaning when I got it in April twenty twenty, I was drinking like a venti iced coffee from Starbucks with like four shots of espresso in it. Or no, the bigger one, Trenta, every day on my way to work. That's awesome. I, to I, I drink yeah. like four iced coffees and a hot coffee every day at least. Yeah. It's now I drink like I'm a normal human. I drink like one to two cups of coffee, depending on if I'm tired or not. Or right. Lame. Before You're I would You're like, lame. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But. Serp, tell everybody how they can get your Madrinas and tell everybody where they can find you. Um, In terms of Madrinas, if you head over to madrinascoffee.com, you can purchase anything in a checkout you can go use our code serpents that's s-e-r-p-e-n-t-z-n for 20 percent off all products uh, there has 20. been in the past there has been in the past where we do occasional promotion days for 30 percent off um near future i don't think there's going to be any but we do have it 20 percent off full time 
Um, and in terms of our Twitch channel, it's twitch.tv slash serpentn as well. Uh, S-E-R-P-E-N-T-Z-N. And yeah, we stream practically every day, except for uh, every six days a week, except for Fridays. Um, and seeing that we want to grow that YouTube channel. <laughs> what's the uh, YouTube channel? Yeah, what's the same, YouTube same, channel? Same, same as Twitch and everywhere else. I do it for right. it a lot. <laughs> no, let's blow this YouTube up. I appreciate it. Let's blow it up. You guys are the best. What are you guys talking about in here? Find out next episode of Working, Working Class, Class Nerds. Nerds.